Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559 is the number. You guys know how we do it. Another blessed Sunday to be here. As everybody knows, man, every day, you know, anytime folks ask me, Pudgy, how you doing? Good morning. How's it going? You know, my, my everyday reply is the same. I never, I never sugarcoat it. I always go right in. I tell people, you know, I'm blessed to be here. Every day is good, no matter what I'm going through. So, you know, shout out to everybody out there who feels the same way, who is walking around, who wakes up in the morning with their head high, head hell high, and uh, giving God the glory for being alive, not only, uh, but also being happy uh, for being alive. I mean, you know, a lot of us take uh, something very simple for granted, which is life. And, and uh, you know, life is very simple. Uh, it's not very complex. We are here. Uh, by the grace of God, in his image we stand. And if we can't do anything, we can most definitely uh, give thanks and be happy, you know, that we are alive. So, you know, that's something that I try to focus on, and that's that's the love that I try to spread uh, to everybody out there. So shout out to everybody out there who's listening to the KRP Radio Show. And uh, shout out to all of you who are like me, happy to be alive every day that you get in this lifetime that we're blessed to have. Um, you know, on our journeys, we, we meet some very uh, interesting people, if you will. Uh, sometimes we meet people who who are uh, who, who leave an impression on our lives that you know that can't be duplicated or replicated by anyone else. Uh, a lot of the times, we meet people with no intentions at all. You know, we we just we say hello to people, and and before you know it. 5, 10, 15, 20 years have gone by, and uh, you have kept in touch with those people. Uh, they have inspired you. You have inspired them. You've become brothers or sisters or, or, or relatives, to say the least. And um, I just feel like that's a beautiful thing. So we're here tonight not only to pay tribute to one of the greatest individuals that I've ever known in a lifetime, despite how you may feel about any situation, uh, despite of how you might feel about uh, uh, any confrontation, <laughs> if you will. Um, and and I, la I know a lot of people out there know why I'm laughing, because this individual that I'm talking about, uh, it's no secret, uh, Timothy F. Johnson, Tim Johnson. Some people call him Dr. Johnson. Some folks call him Major Johnson. We call him Tim. And um, sometimes we call him a few other words. But, you know, he, he takes on uh, – Tim, Tim was a, a prolific individual. Uh, Tim, Tim is truly one of the greatest individuals that I've ever known, a very inspirational uh, human being who have been uh, many places. He's, he has traveled near and far and has done things, in, you know, that even your, 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 your imagination uh, couldn't even fathom. So, you know, I, we're here to pay tribute to that man. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about some current events and some other things that are going on as well. Uh, but I've asked a number of people to call in and uh, maybe share some stories, some experiences, share a laugh, uh, maybe talk about their experience or, or the event in, in meeting or traveling or dealing with uh, our late friend, uh, Tim Johnson. Uh, I'm going to start with the 816, man, and I'm just going to keep punching people through the night. When I don't have a caller, I'll go into different stories of my own, and I'll talk about some current event. We don't have a format. We just want to pay tribute to this great brother, and uh, we want to we do his legacy some justice. 
uh, because this man has definitely been near and far, and uh, he's done things that your imagination couldn't even put in the picture. You know, your imagination couldn't even put you there. Uh, Tim has done things and been places and have, have crossed lines that people said could not have been crossed uh, with, and, and has done it with flying colors. So I'm going to start in the 816, and uh, we're going to go from here. Uh, you on the air with Pudgy. How you doing? Hey, Pudgy. This is Thomas. How are you, sir? Thomas, bless you, my brother. What's good? Oh, it's life is good. Um, here, FDF, Missouri, we got it going on still. Um, I wanted to share a quick story of, about Tim. When I first joined FDF back in April of 2012, you know, with an organization like this, you would think that you have multiple layers of people that you go through. Well, when I called, it was Tim Johnson that I got a hold of, and it totally floored me because you're not used to the founder being the person that you interacted with. And so (laughs) once I joined the organization, uh, it was like, we had our conference calls, prayer calls, and I had the honor and privilege of meeting Tim and both Dean and Dean Nelson up at an uh, event in Grand Rapids, Michigan through the Acton Institute. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was everything that you described in person, a humble, funny guy, loving and caring. And, uh, I feel, you know, I feel like I lost a part of me because this man loved people. He loved the Lord, and he loved what he was doing with the Frederick Douglass Foundation. He was passionate about this nation. As you know, he served in the military for 23 years, I believe. And and so he was a man who was about not just, talking to talk but he walked the walk and we are going to miss him and you know that's my story sir yeah i, I you know i'm I'm going to definitely get into tim's bio later I, I appreciate you uh for offering that you know that story and uh you know letting people know what tim meant to you uh i i, I want to ask you a question have you have you met tim uh face to face personally Yes, that's what. Yes, I have. It was at an event in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I know Tim personally. Okay. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you, uh, is you know, Tim has this smile about him. <laughs> he ha- he had this smile, man. This this really big, uh, cunning smile and this laugh that he would do uh, when he was just about to say something clever or when he had when he caught you in the bond in a conversation you might have been having or disagreement or, or it's all, it was always a debate with Tim anyway. You know, you could say, Tim, the sky's blue. He said, yeah, the sky's blue, but you know what? It's got a little bit of a tint to it. <laughs> you know, I think, and, it's, I think it's a lighter <laughs> tint, you know. That I was just going to ask. Yeah, so, you know, um, so what, what are you doing now with the Frederick Douglass Foundation, if, if you don't mind letting the people know? Well, here in Missouri, we're um, – We've kind of been setting back and just kind of building slowly. But in 2015, with everything that is ramping up for 2016, myself and my vice president, we're actually going to start a a lecture series um, around the state and hold kind of like 
town hall meetings, FDF style, and uh, we're going to engage the people. We're going to engage not just, you know, conservatives, but we're going to be looking to engage the black community, bring them in, and not just tell them about the core principles, but also having real solutions for, uh, you know, for the community as a whole because, you know, they're asking, well, what can we do for them? But the question that we need to start asking back, okay, you're asking what we can do for you. The question that you need to ask yourself is what have the Democrats that you voted for for the last four or five decades done for you? And once they can take a serious look at that question, and if they're willing to be real with themselves, they the answer that they should say is nothing, and then that's when we, as conservatives, can start offering viable solutions instead of platitudes. Wow. Well, you know what, my brother, I, I wish you guys the very best. And, and as always, if I, you know, if I could be of any assistance to you, you have my number. You have my personal number. So make sure you reach yes. out, brother. All right, Pudge. All right, have a good night. Um, going to a call out of the 312. You're on the air with Pudge. You're the only 312 on the air. How you doing? This is the original um owner of the March of the Black Republican, the one of the original hip hop Republicans. You know who this is. What's going on, child God? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Lenny. Welcome Lenny McAllister to the show, everybody. I am doing well. Um I, I hate that we are uh I hate that we are coming together under this premise. It's um it's been shocking. It's um a lot of reflection, a lot of pause. It really took me back a little bit, to be quite honest with you, made me um, take a genuine step back upon hearing the news of Tim's passing on January 30th. I mean, this is somebody that if anybody's familiar with the, the Frederick Douglass Foundation, we used to have prayer calls three times a week. And mm-hmm. for several years, I was on those prayer calls Monday, Wednesday, Friday, until I um, until I started my radio show which uh, in Chicago with WVON because it was at the same exact time. But we, um, you know, I prayed with him. We debated, talked, helped each other through issues, strategized, agreed, disagreed. But um, one of the things I always remember telling Tim was fire respects fire. And if Mm -hmm. you've ever met Tim, you know, you knew Tim was a fiery leader. He was fire. And um, you learned about yourself very quickly. Either you viewed yourself as fire as well, and you wanted to figure out how would you become a better leader, a stronger leader, a fiery leader that had passion and intelligence and a sense of a a moral compass about you, not perfection, not being a perfect man, but a passionate man, a focused man, a God-centered man. And um, it's one of the things that I always enjoyed about Tim was the fact that, you know, we, we very early on understood that fire respects fire, and we were willing to push each other to be the um, the brightest flames that we can be in our realms, and then combine our forces where necessary to uh, bring heat to everybody, bring warmth to everybody, bring light to everybody. And of course, we're talking about God's light, not our own. And I thought it was just something that was 
very much a gift over the years I've known him. I think I first met him around 2007. So, I mean, I had just spoken to him in December. So, you know, just to have somebody that just turned 50 not be here with us any longer. Um, somebody that was a, a trailblazer, a history maker. Um, it definitely is, uh, it definitely makes one step back and realize that one, life is short, and two, each day is a gift for us to follow the calling that God puts us towards. And um, if, if there was ever a time to refocus my efforts, take a step back, and then really go forward harder and more focused, it was after learning of Tim's passing earlier this week. Mm, absolutely. I, I, that's, that's beautiful, actually. It's, you know, I, you said something amazing. <laughs> fire respects fire. If that's not Tim Daniel, I'm sorry, Tim Johnson, and, and, and anybody out there who calls themselves a leader in a conversation, I don't know what else is. Um, Tim was that guy who, and, and Lenny, you know, Tim was that guy who uh, he knew a little bit about everything. And uh, he would definitely not back down, and he would test you to see what you were made of. If, 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 if you made it within that circle, and he was invited to everybody, but when I say that circle, I mean, you know, someone that he uh, picked up the phone and called or, or someone that he emailed or, or someone that was around him on a regular basis, you know, he would test your knowledge. He would test your heart. And uh, that's something I appreciated about Tim. But, you know, not only that, Lenny, it's amazing. Um, and, and I don't believe that a lot of people know um, the amount of of individuals that Tim brought to the platform uh, of, 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 of black people in general and, and politics, if you will, no, no matter, you know, what side of the band we're talking about, what, what side of the party we're talking about. You know, Tim brought a lot of people to the table uh, and, and, and offered them a voice, you know, and, and, I'm sorry, gave them a platform for their voice. And, uh, you know, that's something that I will always be thankful for and, you know, rocking with the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Yeah, he, um, Tim realized, and I think this was one of the things that was really good about what he did, particularly his time as vice chair of the North Carolina GOP, was the fact that he understood that in order to increase the the increase the membership, the support, and the opportunity to win statewide elections, local elections, etc., you had to bring the issues of all North Carolinians to the table. You had to bring the issues of race to the table. You had to bring the issues of history to the table as well as contemporary times. And he was very effective in doing that. Um, and understanding that you can't just isolate anybody. You you have to be right. able to be true to your Christianity, but understand that you may have people that don't share quite those Christian views, but you can find some common ground. Now, those that know him from the Frederick Douglass Foundation know he was not going to compromise on his Republican uh, registration. He wasn't going to compromise with his Christian values. He wasn't going to compromise on, on some of the things he believed in, such as... Uh, traditional marriage, such as pro-life values, et cetera. And um, if you can fit into that construct, he can work with you on a lot of things. If you couldn't fit into that construct, he would be inclined to work with you on one or two things, but he was not going to, he was not going to devalue his beliefs and what he felt the FDF was for, for his role 
with the North Carolina GOP. He wasn't going to disparage that either for the sake of trying to say, well, I took a picture or I'm popular in this crowd. He was very much for making sure that each step that he made was valued for the goal, not necessarily for himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, um, You know, I listen, I, I know we, we're gathering here in, in tribute to, you know, our, our brother, Tim. Um, we had our touch bases in the wild, uh, Lenny, and I try my best to keep up with you, brother. I do. I try my best <laughs> to keep up and support from afar. And I see that you are, uh, I mean, you know, five kids, man, I'm always going to go around here, but I see that you have a new show. You know, I just wanted to take a moment and big you up on that. And, uh, you know, if you would, I, I don't know if this is inappropriate or not, but everybody know how I do what I want to do. And and I go with my heart, but I, I want to know more about this show that you got. <laughs> and uh, since I got you on the horn, I, I'm, I'm asking you to please go in and let me, let the folks know about it, if you would. Sure. Well, number one, my, uh, my last child, our fourth child, is about to turn two years old in a couple months. Um, I got my oldest is getting ready to graduate from college. She's doing great. My uh, my sophomore in high school is doing well in school and, and is involved as a community activist, as well as my, my five-year-old is doing wonderful as well. The show, Night Talk, Get to the Point, is a week a week uh, weekly show, Friday night, 8 p.m. on the Pittsburgh Cable News Channel, which is basically the Pittsburgh equivalent of CNN. It's a hour-long talk format where we – discuss the latest issues in the community and nationally. We talk about everything from ISIS to the economy to national elections to Ferguson and police brutality here in Pittsburgh and police misconduct. So um, it's been a blessing. I host the show and I produce the show. It airs in roughly 900,000, 850 to 900,000 households in the Pittsburgh metropolitan area, um, as well as northern West Virginia, eastern Ohio, and Maryland. Um, and like I said, it's the Pittsburgh equivalent of CNN, which has been a blessing to be able to do. It's, it's affiliated with WPXI, which is the Pittsburgh NBC affiliate. I'm also hosting a radio show three to five times a month on News Radio 1020 KDKA, which is the oldest radio station in the United States. It's a 50,000-watt radio station that I um, I host and produce a show there as well. So it's been a blessing to be back in my hometown, although I do miss Chicago. I miss the good folks in North Carolina, but... God's positioned me here in my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to talk to some issues that are uh, sorely needed to be discussed, whether it's political issues or race relations or economic issues, et cetera. I think there's a time and a place for us all. And um, because of people like Tim, you have an opportunity to understand one's own strength, one's own courage, one's own focus to provide a very unique contribution to those local statewide and national conversations and that's what we're doing here at night talk get to the point as well as on news radio 1020 kdk absolutely you're busy brother you're working and you know that's what we like stay working stay blessed you know continue on your journey man and you know we're always on your side man we we're linked through uh someone phenomenal and you know as i said last week you know it's time for historians to open a book and mix in room because you know tim johnson was definitely a legend among many. So this man was a giant and uh, I'm happy to be linked to you through a giant. So, Hey man, much more blessings to you. And, uh, you know, we always got you on our prayers, brother. 
Well, I appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you and seeing you again soon, Fudgy. And please, you know, continue to follow us on Facebook. Follow me on LennyMcGallister.com. Follow me on Twitter. Like the video clips. Tune into the radio show when you can. And uh, continue to always pray for us because it's about positive permanent change. It's not about fame. It's about being historic for all the right reasons. Absolutely. I like that. Stay blessed, brother. I holler. You too. Go to a caller out of the eight. We're going to a call out of the 828. You're rocking with the KRP radio show, 619-638-8559. Number one, B-I-G-I-M-B. You're on the air with Pudgy. Who's this? Hello. You got me. You got me? I got you. Hello. Is this, is this Big Don? Hello. I yes, got you. You're on the air with Yes, sir. This is Danielle, out of North Carolina, Asheville, where Tim first made his big hit in the Republican Party in uh, North Carolina. And I proudly say I've known Tim from the first time he came to Asheville. Uh, worked with him at the Buncombe County Republican Party. Followed him in his election for the state. Voted for him at the state, and I, I posted on Facebook. A friend of Tim Johnson is a friend of mine, and in fact, it's Lenny. I think it was a good shout out to him. I had the privilege to be at the first Frederick Douglass big, large meeting in Washington, D.C. And uh, Tim's friends are my friends, and his enemies are my enemies, and you know why I'm saying that. <laughs> big Don, your Uncle Don, you, you always speak your mind, brother. That that much I do know, man. I, how you been doing? That's great. I've been doing great since June. I was lucky enough to get a new kidney transplant in June, and I'm getting my strength back. And uh, and all those folks out there who don't want to tell it like it is, better look out because I'm getting back up to speed again. (laughs) (laughs) Got that fire back. I hear that. Well, that's a blessing, man. I'm I'm glad that your kidney transplant went through and and that was a success. That's a blessing alone right there. Yes, sir, it was a blessing. It was a godsend. And, and being able to meet Tim and work with him and, and be able to be exposed to his knowledge of Frederick Douglass. And, and the thing that I hope and pray is that everyone that's listening to this show tonight continue to work like Tim would work for what Frederick Douglass said. Because I personally believe that the only way we're ever going to solve the problem of race in this country is one-on-one, you know, become friends with other people, one-on-one. That's the only way we're going to do it, son. You know, I'm definitely in agreement with that, man. Individual responsibility, uh, individual relationships. And as I always say on this show, you have to communicate first. You have to say, hello, how you doing, you know, before you can start expressing the art. You know your 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 greatest uh, political or, or anything else. You know before you can go into say hello, and you got to be sincere with that hello. You know, look people in the eye, shake their hand, and say hello, say hi. So you know that that's well, the key. Strange things happen to you if you start shaking hands with people because uh, Tim and I one time talked about this, and I looked at him. I said, Tim, you were raised differently than I was. Of course, members of the black race are raised differently. And I said, look, I am a white, but guess what? There's a lot of whites that were raised differently than me. Everybody's got a different background. Everybody's got a different perspective. And it doesn't make any difference. And one of the things I loved about Tim was Tim never saw color. It wasn't there. 
and, and remember his comment. I'm not an African American. I'm a Cleveland American. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tim all day. Big smile, chest poked out. That's him all day long. Look, look, Uncle Don. Let me let me ask you. Let me ask you to share a story, though. I mean, because you know you've traveled with Tim there and far. You've been different places. Let me, let me ask you to share. You know, maybe a funny story or or something meaningful to the people. Uh, that you remember about Tim, or, or you know, a short story. Well, let's let's do this real short and real sweet, because when Tim first got elected to be the chairman of the Buffett Republican Party, his wife had applied to be a member of the Board of Health here in Buncombe County. Now, Buncombe County was a Democrat stronghold; always has been. It's all hung up on the FDR deal of what the the, the old philosophy of the government's going to keep us from dying and all this stuff and Tim was you know gung-ho and his wife wanted to be a member of this board well everybody in the county the the politicos the democrats stood up and fought to keep her from getting that position and I'm kind of <laughs> like Tim a lot I guess that's why we got along so well I went to his house and I said Tim I'm ready to take names and kick butt if you are over the way they treated your wife and he said, well, why do you say that? I said, Tim, I'm offering you my help, and I don't care what happens. We'll stick to the bitter end if you're ready. He said, I am. We shook hands, and that was the beginning of a long-term friendship. I had talked to Tim out in Omaha. I knew he had problems. I knew he was on dialysis, and I loved the man dearly. That's the story with Tim Johnson, a handshake, and off <laughs> you go to fight a battle. That's beautiful. I like that. Listen, more. Uh, uh, I would. I just want you to continue health, man. You know, I want you to take a breather, if you will, before you jump back out here. Make sure you know test the waters a little bit. Dip your toe in the water. You know, see if it's warm, see if it's cold before you really jump into the whole pool, okay? And uh, make sure you you get yourself well, I, healthy and you're ready to go. I tell you this. My phone number is eight two eight. Seven one two seven two one two, and and if you know how to get in touch with me, if anybody wants me to come speak at any Frederick Douglass organization or foundation, I'll be more than glad to be there. So you know, just go ahead and keep that in mind, and they know how to get in touch with you and and I get in touch with me, and I'll make myself available. And like I said, I learned a lot from Tim, and the thing that we've got to do is keep his memory alive and keep the Frederick Douglass Foundation a stronger and stronger entity. Amen. Thanks, Uncle Don. We'll holler at you later. Be good. Take care. All right. Be good. Take care. Bye-bye. 619-638-8559. You're rocking with the KRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy Miller. Um, Check us out on Twitter, man. I, I know I hadn't done any call letters. I'm, I'm throwing off a bit. I'm taking it back a bit. Um, you know, it's but we're going to make it through this. Uh, at symbol, K-I-R-P radio show, at symbol, N-C Pudgy. That's my personal. Uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P radio show. You can also find me on Facebook. Look me up, Pudgy Miller, or just K-I-R-P. Uh, just want to give a shout-out to my brothers and sisters fighting at the Love and Father Society. Uh, I love being a black father. Shout-out to everybody out there who's doing great things, man. Shout-out to everybody at the Miller event. Appreciate all the parents for coming through, bringing your children, always supporting me and everything that I do. That's a blessing. Uh, also got a shout-out to everybody out there, the Frederick Douglass Foundation nationwide, man, NCSC, Cali, Florida, 
you know, all over, man. Shout out to everybody out there. And a B.I.G. shout out uh, to uh, our brother Tim's family uh, in Florida and, and Nebraska, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, shout out to you guys. Our heart is definitely with you. Our prayers are definitely with you. You have our condolences. And uh, if there's anything that we could do to, to help you out or uh, uh, to help you through, you know, even if it's a two-minute prayer, five-minute prayer together, I mean, we can do that. So, you know, shout-out to everybody out there who's rocking with the KLP Radio Show right now. I just want to I want to take one second, and uh, I just want to talk about a story. And, and I don't even have it queued up. I can just I, – all I can do is tell you guys uh, about what I read uh, about a man who who uh, was walking to work, and I'm gonna try to get this queued up here. I'm I'm so not I'm so unprepared. Excuse me, but it's a story about a, a gentleman who uh, was donated a car because he was walking to work for some odd years. I can't remember the time span. I'm broadcasting from home. I don't have a producer with me. It's just me. It's raw. That's why the sound is like this. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. But I just wanted to, to express um, – I can't even find the words uh, for what what I, how I feel about this story and, and how it correlates to uh, this tribute for, for Tim that we're having tonight. You know, I, I wish I could find the proper words, and I'm probably going to listen back to the show and go, man, I missed an opportunity to, you know, express something important and the touch of bases that, you know, I, I'm probably going to miss. But, you know, when, when you read, you don't, first of all, you don't read, you don't hear about uh, that kind of independence anymore or that kind of determination or, or, or that kind of energy even. You know, I coach kids and I, I don't even see uh, that kind of dedication to uh, from parents to wanting their kids to uh, listen more or wanting their kids to, uh, 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 participate better or, or to have a, uh, to speak more proper. You know, I, I don't see that kind of dedication around me on a daily basis. When you talk to people, uh, you know, when you work with people, you just don't see the kind of dedication that this man had, uh, or that, that this man has, excuse me. And I'm speaking on the gentleman who, um, who was donated a car after, you know, folks found this man walking for years and years and years uh, going to work for, I believe, $10 an hour. Um, you just don't find people in today's time that are that determined to go to work, if you will. I don't even know if I'm that determined to go to work, to be real with you. And I'm, I make more than $10 an hour, but, you know, I, I don't even know if I have that kind of dedication. So, you know, when I was reading the story, you know, about this gentleman, and, and I, I couldn't help to... I try to get in his mind, you know, without talking to him. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, when he woke up in the morning, what was he thinking about? You know, what was the thing that drove him the most to say, you know, I can't not go to work today. I can't call in today. I can't miss this one hour. The man wasn't coming in late from what I understand. He was always on time. You know, he always carried a lunch pail with him or a lunch bag with him, and he always took the same route to work. And 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 he did this for years. 
look at an individual like that, I can't help but I, I, I would I would like to get in their mind because I want to know what drives them. It's more than just making an hourly wage. It's more than getting a paycheck. It's more than going to work. You know, what drives people who will work, who will walk miles and upon miles and upon miles to work? So, you know, I'm reading a story about this gentleman, and I, and I, I can't even get it right because I I, I really, to be honest, honest to God, I feel some kind of way about it. You know, I, I feel different about it, I, and, and I can't find those words tonight. Sometimes that happens. But I, I, I just want to know what drives him. And when I was reading this story, and I'm trying to get into this man's head through this, 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 this horrible piece that was done on him, by the way, you know, I thought they could have went more in depth to his story rather than the story of everyone around him who watched him, you know, walk his way to work every day. But that's okay because, see, that story represents independence. That story represents a, a, a will. That story represents effort. That story represents struggle. To me, that story represents conservative principles. And that's the only thing that I could really, you know, while, I, while I'm, I'm, I'm finding it difficult to get into that man's head to find out where he was because, it's, you know, the story, again, the story wasn't written too well. So I'm trying my best to find out, you know, what's driving this man to walk to work every day. And then I realized this is the same thing that Tim Johnson was doing. And a lot of people ain't going to hear me on this. See, this is... This is very, the kind of will that this man had to walk miles to work for $10, and I think it was 15 cents an hour, or any hourly wage, is the same kind of will that doctor or major or my brother or whatever you want to call him, but that's the same kind of will that Tim Johnson had that he took upon with his life. Like, that was his mission. So that's what, that's what the Frederick Douglass Foundation represents. And, and, and that was the kind of determination and that was the kind of will that Tim Johnson had and that he expressed and that we all saw in him. So you can talk about anything in the world when it comes to Tim Johnson. Now, let me, let me go to my brother for a second. I'm going to get to the rest of you callers. If I got this, expand the show, I'll get to you. But when you talk about people like Tim, who's monumental, who's a giant among regular men, who's never afraid to express what they believe, who's never afraid to stand up before you and say, I am this guy, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, whether it's not popular or not, here I am and this is what I believe and this is what I'm going to die doing. A lot of people look at Tim Johnson and say he was arrogant. Well, you're damn right. Tim Johnson was arrogant. He was very arrogant. He was energetic. He was, you know, as a million different things you say about it. He was arrogant because he knew who he was. You, you don't have to like it. It is what it is. I love that about him. He was very arrogant. That's, that's, that comes with confidence. See, when you get a little bit of education, when you educate yourself, I'm not talking about what you get in the Ivy League school. I'm not talking about what you're going to get in Duke and Carolina and, and Rip to Dean Smith, by the way. But I'm not, I'm not talking about what you're going to get in the classroom. I'm talking about that self-education that when you find out that you are a free man on a plantation in America and you're not scared to speak out against the grain, that's a different kind of pride. You know, that's a different kind of respect you have for yourself. 
So when you take a stance on something and you're not afraid of, of, of what the naysayers say, you're not afraid of what the newspapers are going to write, you're not afraid of what your friends are going to say, hell, you're not even afraid of what your family is going to say because let's face it, especially in this day and age, we don't do a damn thing without our family's approval first, most of us. You know, we can't wait. Even, even It's amazing. I look at this Facebook thing. Let me speak on this for a moment. And, and, and I know we're, we're celebrating and we're tributing my brother Tim Johnson, but let me speak on this while I'm on it, while my brain's on it and while I'm thinking about it. We look at, take Facebook, for example, right? Billions of people on Facebook. Now, as we grow up, and, and a lot of you who are listening to the show, you know, we're from all over this country and all over the world. So we all grew up, if, you, if you're an adult age, we all grew up and we had ambitions to be this type of person and we wanted to be that type of person and we said we were going to be do that job and we were going to go off and we were going to leave home and we were going to make a lot of money and get married and have the big house with the picket fence or, you know, the sports car, whatever. you We know we all had these dreams and we all grew up in the area that we lived in and we made plans, a lot of us, to go out away from those folks that we grew up with because a lot of them either ridiculed us so bad, they didn't have what we thought was wealth, or they didn't have what we said we were going to have, so they couldn't tell us nothing about it. So we said we were going to go out and we were going to do this, that, and the third, and we didn't care about their approval no more. Well, you take that journey that a lot of us have went through, and now you look at Facebook. We, A lot of us, and, and, and I hope this resonates in the minds of, 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 of a lot of you folks out there who needs people, uh, uh, who, who needs that Facebook approval from your friends and your family and everybody you went to high school with. You went all your damn life and went hard, uh, I might add, to be who you are, to learn whatever you've learned, to get whatever job and acquire whatever you have in life. But now you want to get back to a social media site and all of a sudden you need approval from the same people that you said you were going to leave behind in the dust. Now, what sense does that make? Somebody tell me, what sense did that make? Well, I can tell you by walking side by side with this man, Tim Johnson, and some other great individuals in the Frederick Douglass Foundation, they want those type of men. See, a lot of them didn't give a damn about your, uh, uh, your co-signing them. A lot of them didn't care about your having them or, or you having their back or your approval. They didn't care about that because it was a God's mission. You know, they knew who they were. They understand what they've read. They learned it, and they knew that they were free men in America, so they didn't need anybody's co-signing them. You know, they didn't need anybody standing back saying, yeah, you're right. This, Yeah, you know, you're good at what you're doing, and we got your back, Tim, and blah, 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 blah. You know, if you ask me, and, and I know a lot of y'all going to disagree with this, but if you ask me when Tim needed a lot of your backs out there, and this is not only a Tim Johnson story. This is a story of anybody who went against the grain, by the way. But if you ask me when Tim Johnson needed your back and others like him who stood for what they believe is right and they fought for what they believe is right and stood proud and said, this is who I am, even though it's against the grain, when those individuals, including Tim Johnson, needed you and asked you to have their back, majority of you didn't have their back. And I don't know if it's love that you're feeling. You know, I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know what you're feeling. But a lot of it is guilt. 
A lot of it is guilt because people don't know how to get over themselves. Well, I'm here to tell you this show is dedicated to Tim Johnson and those like him who are not scared to speak out, who are not scared to poke their chest out, no matter if people say they're arrogant or not or prideful or not or has too much this and not enough that or whatever box you want to put these individuals in, I salute you guys. I salute you because in this life, in this world, two things you can be sure of and two things only. You're going to live and you're going to die. And what you do in the middle, you know, that work that you do in the middle between those two things that are guaranteed that life and death, that work that you do in the middle will last a lot longer than your life will be or last a lot longer than the life you've been given. So you damn sure better take a chance. You you damn sure better take it serious and be who you want to be and not who your family wants you to be, not who your friends want you to be, and definitely not who a social media website wants you to be. Go to a call out of the 917. You've been holding long enough. You're on the air with Pudgy. How you doing? How you doing, Brother Pudgy? This is Chaplain Viviana. God bless you. You answer. Hey, Chaplain Viviana, how you doing? <laughs> I, um, with many of my brothers and sisters, including yourself, wanted so much to speak about Tim and and really lift up his memory and carry on his legacy because right now I know, you know, the Lord is allowing him to listen to what we're sharing and um, that we carry in our bodies, in our spirit, that spark that he transmitted to us. Um, Tim uh, was a man uh, that he, when he walked on this earth, he mentored cultural revolutionaries, just like Frederick Douglass. He did not be a man. Hmm? I'm sorry, Papa, what? No, I, I said absolutely. You're absolutely right. Okay, all right. He didn't see a man. And you know what, brother? The, his enemies, and I, I know what you're talking about, so, you know, just take this, you know, in my heart, that his enemies call him arrogant. Those who know him know that he is God-confident. As a matter of fact, he was a humble man, unashamed of the gospel, and knowing that God had called him to, to make a stand and to speak the truth. Uh, in love or not, and challenge the status quo so that people would be out of the uh, slavery mentality, uh, that entitlement thing. And and he was there to spark. I was talking with Aisha Cruz, uh, shout out to her, um, uh, the uh, president of New York uh, FDF. And she said, you know what Tim did for me? Uh, Tim encouraged me to go beyond what I thought I can do. And that was mm. the gift of his. You know, and, and I said, Aisha, I'm telling you, I'm praying that somehow we can get a memorial service in D.C., that people will come from the north, the south, the east, and the west to not only pray, but to say, look, this dream is not going to die. We're going to carry it forth. And we are going to continue. Uh, I was privileged to be introduced to Tim by Dean Nelson when I had met him, uh, oh, close to 2000, I think it was 
2008 when I had run for state senate, and I went to the uh, Providence Foundation. When I met um, Dean Nelson, he said, you're the type of person that really would fit nicely in SDF. And I said, okay. <laughs> so I was at one of those, that first meeting, and as many as I could. And one thing that I found is he not only did not see color, but he affirmed women. Uh, Catherine Davis, Dr. Tolbert, Aisha Krutz, myself, other sisters, he was saying, look, you have an equal place at this table, and you have a contribution to give too. And that was affirming as well, brother. That was affirming as well. And I think his, one of his biggest um, things that he cooperated in is that Runaway Slave doc- documentary where he got FDF, um, uh, uh, like, members to do that roundtable and say, look, Latino, uh, black, uh, white, whoever wanted to promote and really tell the truth in love, but truth regardless. That's who he would, God circled him with these type of people. And thank God we had been continuing in our own sphere of influence. So I just, I just want to thank you so much, Pudgy, mm-hmm. for getting us together on the line so that, so that that legacy will be taken to another level. That's what I'm praying that that legacy will be taken to another level and not snuffed out, you know, so. Mm. Well, uh, so, listen, we we definitely thank you for calling uh, Chaplain Viviana. And, you know, I, I, I just have to say the work that, you know, a, a lot of folks don't even know the work that um, the Frederick Douglass Foundation has done, the legislation that uh, the Frederick Douglass Foundation members have, have helped sculpt it. Uh, and even passed on the behalf of the work that has been done through the Frederick Douglass Foundation. So uh, the pro-life movement, the you know, the many, many, many uh, uh, wonderful speakers that are traveling around this country right now, you know, uh, a lot of them came through the ranks of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. And, uh, you know, uh, Tim brought a lot of people to the game. So, you know, I, I thank you for calling and sharing that. And, um, you know, we're going to I'm going to read off. A, I got a couple of emails from some folks and I want to try to get those in. But, hey, please don't Pudgy, be a stranger before, to the show. Before you go, can I say a short prayer? OK. Yes, ma'am. Right? Absolutely. absolutely. It is. Okay. It's, it's absolutely. All right. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for the life of Tim Johnson and how you used him to raise up culture revolutionaries. Father, it is our prayer that we will carry the torch, Lord God, that you would get us together, maybe even for a memorial service, and that will be the spark that will continue to cause us to do the work that, God, you gave him and you gave us through him and his leadership. We lift up his family, Lord God, his children, all that has been affected, Lord God, all that are grieving right now, Lord Jesus. But, Father, let that propel them to action. That's what he would want. That's how he would want to be remembered, that that work 
will continue and that God will bless it, breathe on it, and bring us to a different level. We thank you for all that you have done, uh, and we thank you for all you are yet to do through Frederick Douglass Foundation because it's all to your glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty and miraculous name, amen. Thank you, my brother. Amen. Thank you, Chaplain Viviana. That, that I like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and remember, pro-life, our next generation is being decimated because people mm. want to select who is going to live and who's going to die. And many African-American babies are finding no chance to live out their God-given destiny. We must battle that. Thank you, brother. God bless you. I keep on listening. Thank you, sis. Pray, uh, take care. Man, that, that had me speechless right there, folks. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. We'll try to get you on. You're rocking with the KRP Radio Show. Check us out on Twitter, at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. We're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. Also on iTunes, doing big numbers over there. Shout out to everybody out there for listening. Shout out to FDF. Uh, I got a couple of comments on here that I need to read. I don't know what's going on. I, I, listen, folks, I normally can talk a little bit better than what's going on tonight, but I, I can't even uh, I can't even explain what's happening to me tonight. So uh, just bear with me through this remaining time that we have. Uh, this is from uh, Miriam Atkins. Uh, Miriam says, I first met Tim shortly after getting involved with the Republican Party in my county. He and Kevin Daniels came to one of our breakfast meetings to share with us the information about the Frederick Douglass Foundation. Tim gave a thorough and eye-opening little-known history of the Republican Party and an overwhelming participation of people of color, those who were called Black and African American, to be exact. I remember so vividly talking to him afterwards and, him en and, and his engaging smile, excuse me, his engaging smile, charisma, and passion for what he knew he was called to do. Uh, it was infectious. He caught my attention by saying something that my husband and I have said for many years. I am not an African-American. I am not a black American. I am American. When we finally came to the reality of all of us being made in the image and likeness of our Father God, then and only then will we see his realization of the dream that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the dream of the Lord God himself. We don't compromise. The officer and the gentleman, Dr. Tim Johnson, will live forever. We salute you and look forward to seeing you again in heaven. You, my brother, are gone too soon. Uh, this next one is from Felice Pete. Uh, she's on the call tonight, but she just wanted to say uh, she met Tim when she was speaking at a rally, for, uh, at a tea rally, excuse me. Uh, then we worked on the battlefield for the Lord, uh, first then for conservative issues. Whatever we do for the Lord, let, let's be tired when it's our time to go. Tim worked until the end. Much love to all. She truly misses everyone. She sent us her best from Virginia. Uh, this last one is from our brother, uh, Ron Miller. I think it's Dr. Ron Miller, excuse me. Uh, Tim and I connected online in 2008 over our shared interest in bringing the conservative Christian voice into the public debate. I met him in person on September 10, 2010, when he invited me to Liberty University to speak at the opening, at the opening of the first collegiate chapter of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. I was immediately struck by his confidence, conviction, and his eloquence. Uh, he could light up a room at a, with a megawatt smile 
and bring down thunder when he was going after liberals. Smile. I served as a president of the Maryland chapter until I moved to Lynchburg and Liberty University. He is indirectly responsible for my being here. Wow. Not only did he bring me to Liberty for the first time that day, one week later he invited me to a hospitality suite at the Values Voters Summit where I met my future boss, Dean Sean Akers, with the Helm School of Government. Uh, less than a year later, I was hired to work at Liberty University, and it changed my life. It will be hard to replace Tim as a leader, and he is irreplaceable as a friend. Your struggle is over, Tim. Go in peace. Uh, we got a number of, of, of different uh, stories and, you know, uh, uh, different uh, rest in peace and, and salutes and tributes to Tim. Uh, but I just wanted to say the last time that I spent with Tim uh, was with him and, and my brother, Kevin Daniels. You know, you guys know that's like a brother of mine. And uh, he's the one that introduced me to Tim. Uh, I think the last time we spent together was in Charlotte, North Carolina, I believe. And uh, I think we spent maybe a day and uh, maybe two days together. And, and I don't even, I can't even remember why we were there, but uh, we spent two days together and we were just talking about the things that had transpired, that had, that had transpired uh, in the last few years, uh, you know, talking about elections and, you know, everything else under the sun, but just really basically having a good time. Um, Tim, he, he looked at us. You know, he was more calm and more relaxed uh, than I had seen him as of late. Uh, but I said to him, I said, Tim, man, you look, you look tired, though, brother. You look, you look tired, man. What's on your mind? He said, you know what? He said, I am tired, Pudgy. He said, and I'm a little bit sick. He said, but uh, that ain't going to stop nothing. He said, I'm thinking about North Carolina again. I, I believe he was living in Georgia at the time. He said, I'm thinking about North Carolina again, but I'm going to go down to Florida and check my family out. Uh, he was talking about his daughters, and he's always talking about his daughters, but he was talking about his daughters. And, uh, you know, we, we, I think that was the first time where we just actually sat and, and, and had small talk. Like, we didn't talk about too much meaningful. It was just small talk, conversation, small talk, conversation. And, uh, you know, later we went out, had dinner um, with, with the, a, a bunch of more friends. And, uh, you know, we just kind of, for the first time, we kicked it. Um, it wasn't a Frederick Douglass Foundation event. You know, we weren't there to speak to anyone. You know, we weren't there to debate anybody or sit on any kind of panel. You know, we were just kind of kicking it. And, um, you know, Tim said, you know, I'm proud of you and Kevin, man. You guys, y'all doing some good stuff here in North Carolina. I've heard about you, man. And, and you know, it's nice to see my mentees getting busy. And, you know, that, that, that made me feel good coming from someone like Tim because, you know, as, as I said, I look at Tim as a giant. You know, I look at the things that he has done. I look at the uh, organizations that he's been involved with, and I look at Fred, the Frederick Douglass Foundation, and I look at the group of leaders that he brought together. And, 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 and when the thing I noticed about when Tim was speaking to that group of leaders with the Frederick Douglass Foundation is that everybody's attention was on him. Um. You know, I, I do a lot of I do a lot of events, right? I'm going to a bunch of places all the time. And if you've ever, you know, uh been to a seminar or been to a business function or, or what may have you, and you sit out in the audience, you always notice there are several people not paying attention. You know, some people will be on their phone, some people will be jotting notes down, 
you know, you'll have people talking to each other. I mean, and, and it's not a disrespectful thing. It's just a business thing. It's a thing that it, it, it just exists. You know, you, when you go to events, you see people doing these various things in the audience. Um, but the thing I noticed about when Tim Johnson was speaking is that it was all eyes on him, and he commanded the room. And I think my – not my first time hearing him. You know, well, one of the first times that I heard him speak, you know, I looked around, and I'm, I'm engaged in what he's saying, but, you know, something, you know, telling me that I'm looking around at other people, and it almost as as if I wanted to ask them, do you hear this? Like, do y'all hear what I'm saying? Because it, it was, you know, it was it was pro life, and 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 that's a that's a a major uh, uh, um, platform, if you will, in my heart, a major issue that I deal with, you know, personally, that I have a hard that I struggle with. And um, he was talking about some statistics within the pro life uh, movement, and I'm looking around the room, trying to catch someone's eye, because I cannot believe what I'm hearing. Um, what I noticed that day is how engaged people were with what Tim was saying. And this was a group of leaders in the room. I think we were in, we were in DC, and, but it, it, it was just amazing how he commanded the room. And I said to myself, man, if I'm going to really get in this thing and I'm going to call myself a motivational speaker or inspirational speaker or whatever you might call it, you know, if I'm going to do what he's doing, you know, I got to figure out a way to gain the room like he had or to command the room like he had. So, so to make a long story short, and, and, and I know I got to close the show out, uh, but to make a long story short, I asked Tim, I said, Tim, I said, man, everybody was, you know, everybody was all into what you were saying. I mean, nobody was, nobody was straying off. Every, everybody was totally engaged in what you were talking about. And he said, well, you can do that too you know, with, with that look. He's like, you could do that too. He was dead serious. So he wasn't smiling. He wasn't joking. He was like, you can do that too, Pudgy. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, man, whatever you go to do and whatever you go to speak about, you have to control the language so you can control the conversation. If you control the conversation, I'm sorry, if you control the language, you control the conversation and you got to know what you're talking about. So you got to feel it. You got to love it. So I took those words. I ran with it. And, uh, you know, shortly after that, spawned the KRP radio show. So salute to Tim for everything that we do here, my whole family on here at the KRP radio show. You know, a large part of, of, of the success of this show and what we do on this show is because of him, man. So, you know, it, it, it was an idea that he pulled out of me that I feel like uh, he helped bring to life. So, you know, paying homage, homage to you, Tim. I'm struggling tonight, y'all. Y'all know I'm struggling. I'm barely getting these words out. Uh, but, you know, shout out to you, my brother. It's nothing but love to you. I hope you're in heaven right now smiling with that big smile on your face and, uh, you know, showing all of your teeth. <laughs> and, and I hope you nudge Jesus with your elbow and saying, look at look at my, my protégés get busy. And uh, we're going to do what we can do to make you proud, brother. And, uh, you know, I hope this did you justice. Shout out to everybody out there, man. Loving Father Society, KLP Radio Show, TME, all the different groups that we rock with, all the things that we do. I love being a black father. Um, I remember, communication is love. You know, uh, God is love. Love is God. Communication is the key. You must say hello to people before you can try to get your point across about anything. Uh, 
be inspired, folks. I'm out of here. One love. You rocking with the KLP Radio Show. We'll see y'all next Sunday, man. I got to go.